Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes. In our 30-minute weekly sessions, I've come to call them, of the Mindset to Mastery podcast, we will give you tips, strategies, and actionable items that will help you to change your mindset and master your success. And on today's episode, I wanted to talk about, I guess, kind of a touchy subject um, that I have noticed that has come up repeatedly in my talks at conferences and speaking with organizations about building more of an inclusive and collaborative culture. And it is this notion of givers and takers, or what I like to call win-win doesn't mean gimme-gimme. And I, I know you're probably thinking, well, Keisha, it's obvious if you're building a collaborative, more cohesive culture and environment where everyone is welcome and everyone is included and, and everyone is working together, that it's, it's given that we're not going to just be takers or we're not going to always be the ones that is looking for the handout or the gimme gimme or the what's in it for me. Um, we're looking for the win-win, which means that both parties will benefit from whatever advice is being given, whatever support is being given, all of that. But you would actually be surprised at how often collaboration is mistaken for having an environment where people are always taking from you or you're always having your hand out. And so I wanted to address this because as I move forward and I start talking to more and more organizations and giving you strategies and tips on how you can build a more inclusive and more you know, collaborative type of environment, I want you to understand that there are certain parameters, there are certain guidelines, and you do not want to be in a situation where you're always the one that's giving um, and other people are always taking and therefore you get drained. So I'll give you an example. Um, I've been in a number of, of groups um, online where people come to me for mentorship and they're always saying, you know, hey, you're where I want to be. Um, I'd love to get some advice from you about how I can move forward or I can't afford to work with you. So, you know, what is it that you can do to assist me in, in, in my next phase of my journey? And I'm all willing always willing to give back. I'm always willing to share my experiences. I'm always willing to give some nuggets, which is why this podcast um, is available. And when you're approached by people who want to collaborate with you or who want you to mentor them or who want to develop a strategic partnership or who want to work with you in some way or to develop some type of relationship or friendship, you have to understand that the whole point of having a win-win is that both parties bring something to the table and both parties are benefited by the relationship. Now that doesn't always mean that it's even or equal um, because equity does not always mean that it's exactly the same. You have to take into account what people need and, and the nuances of, of what's involved in the situation. But too many people are using the guise of wanting a win-win to really pull what I call a gimme gimme. And this happens a lot in mentorships, in sponsorships, um, peer coaching, when you have accountability partners or strategic partnerships, business relationships. 
oh my goodness, thinking about LinkedIn and, and Facebook and social media where people reach out to you to connect and at this, at the moment you accept their friend request or you accept their connection request, they, you are inundated with a, here, buy my book, listen to my podcast, um, subscribe to my newsletter, um, let's set up a call for me to talk to you about how I can sell you this service or provide you with this product. That's not a win-win. That is completely approaching the situation from a gimme gimme. You have something that you wanna sell, you want clients, you want um, increased uh, readership, you want increased visibility. So you're, all, you're going into it looking at what you can get out of it. And if you truly wanna cultivate a win-win environment and a win-win um, opportunity in a collaborative environment where people are working together strategically and you're working together for the good of everyone involved, you have to make sure that you are leading not based on what you can get and what you want, but you're leading based on what you bring to the table. You're leading based on what how you can help someone else. You're leading based on a, a mentality and a mindset of how can I be of service where both parties are going to be better. And I know that you're, you're, some of you are thinking, well, you know what, I'm not as advanced. I'm not, um, you know, uh, I don't have a lot. Um, I don't have a big business. I don't have a lot of money. I don't have a lot of influence. I don't have a lot of connections. You know, I'm just starting out. I don't have anything to give. And that is the number one reason why people end up in gimme gimme situations as opposed to win-win situations because they don't recognize their gifts, their talents, their abilities. They don't recognize what strengths they bring to the table. They don't recognize the support that they can offer. They don't recognize the value in being an ally and speaking up for someone. They don't recognize the value in the small details and the nuances of what they have to offer. So if you're coming to the table and you're automatically looking at someone as this is what I can get from you or this is what I want from you or what I want from this relationship or what I want from this partnership, instead of thinking about what you have to offer, then I need you to start shifting your mindset and start thinking about what is it that you bring to the table? What is it that you have that is a value? What is it that you bring that you're capable of, that you're willing to, to, to offer that can be a value or of assistance to someone else? How can you help them in their journey? How can you help open a door? How can you help facilitate an introduction? How can you help with whatever it is that they have going on? This means you're gonna have to ask questions first. A big part of my approach to cultivating new relationships is to find out more about what that person has going on, to find out more about their pain points, to find out more about what, what projects they're working on, what goals they have, what vision of success that they have that I can, and, and ways that I can plug in to be of support for them. I always lead with, there is something that you have that you need that I can bring to the table. And if I don't have it, in my arsenal and I don't have it in my toolbox, then how can I connect you to someone that I know that does? How can I provide even just support and you know, rah, rah, cheer, cheer, I'm so happy for you and celebrate your success. 
But there's got to be more to these relationships than the one-sided, I have to get everything I can and what's in it for me. So I need you to look at what you have to offer. What are your gifts? What are your talents? What are your abilities? There's another podcast episode that I did that talks about your SWAT, your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Looking at specifically what are the opportunities and what are the strengths that you bring to the table? There's, you need to start looking at situations outside of yourself. And then you look at what are the other things that I need? What are the things that I need to make me better? How do I need to improve my skill set? How do I need to improve what it is that I do? How can I become better? And looking at ways that you can strengthen those areas where you're weak and looking at what you have to give that can fulfill something that somebody else needs. And number three, I need you to be honest with yourself and with the other person and open to communicating. It's not just about assuming that the person that you're talking to doesn't need anything from you or doesn't want anything from you. It's leading with listening. It's being open to understanding what the other person is going through, where the other person is coming from, and being able to just listen and hear and understand and ask questions and be a sounding board. So there are some, some, some major do's and don'ts with all of this. And I'll, and I'll share a little bit about what this looks like and how this shows up in your, in your organizations and in your groups and in your relationships. So number one, do set specific outcomes or guidelines and expectations. What this means is that you can't go into a new relationship or a new partnership or a new accountability partner or a new mentoring relationship. You can't go into any new um, connection without having some specifics in your mind of what do I want to see happen? What is the outcome that I want to see? What are the expectations that I have? How am I going to be of service? How do I want the other person to be of service? What does this look like being successful? You can't go into it and just say, oh, I'll see how it, how it pans out or I'll see how it works out. You have to have an actual idea of where this is going. Because if you don't have an idea in your mind or, an, or a picture in your mind of what this looks like, then you're going to be floundering around and you're going to find yourself getting sucked into something that you really don't want that's not going to be of service to you. Case in point, you have someone that comes to you and they say, hey, you and I are both, um, are both in this new department. We're working on this team together. I really, really need someone to be my accountability partner and make sure that I am staying on task with my goals and my objectives so that I can grow and I can, be, I can become better at my job. Person says, great, I'll be your accountability partner. What does that look like? What do you want from that? What are you willing to give when it comes to that? Does that mean that you're going to have monthly calls? Does that mean that you're going to go to them with, your, with, your, with a set of a list of tasks and they're going to check in with you to make sure that those are done? Does it mean that they're going to push you out of your comfort zone? Does it mean that they're going to admonish you when you drop the ball? What does it look like and what does it mean? So you have to have specific outcomes and guidelines and expectations of what this is going to encompass. Because if you go into it without that and you don't 
play that mind movie of success in your head to figure out what this actually would look like, then you're gonna get sucked into pitfalls that you really didn't anticipate. And you're not gonna be able to articulate to someone else what you think this new relationship is going to look like. So win-win is where you've thought this through before you approach the person and you understand you and you're willing and open to having a conversation about what this looks like benefiting both of you. Number two, don't expect all relationships to look the same. I have multiple accountability partners and I'll be doing another show on accountability partners in the future. So check my website for information on that. But I have multiple accountability partners based on different aspects of my life because there are different people in my life and that I'm connected to who have different strengths. I have an accountability partner for business and goal setting. I have an accountability partner for personal growth and development. I have an accountability partner when it comes to my physical growth and my physical fitness and my health. So whatever the aspects are, the areas are in your, in your life, where you want to see growth and you want to have that win-win. If you're talking about sponsorships where someone is being an ally or you're talking about peer coaching or you're talking about someone who's going to be a sponsor and introduce you to new people, you have to have an understanding that these different relationships are not all gonna look the same. Some people you, you just gel with better. Some people is a more professional relationship. Some people you talk all the time. Some people you may talk once or twice a week or once or twice a month or maybe even a couple times a quarter. So you have to understand that the nuances of how this is going to work is going to be dependent on the other party. Every relationship is going to be different because every person, every organization that you're working with, every team that you're working with is going to be different. So don't lump them all into one group and say, well, this is how this one worked out, so therefore all of them have to work the same way. That does not, that's not how that operates. Number three, do speak up for yourself. If you are in a situation that you thought was going to be a win-win, where both of you were bringing something to the table and you were willing to help this person and they were supposed to be helping you in certain situations and you had a really candid conversation about what this was supposed to look like and they agreed and as you're getting into it, you're finding that it's not working out the way you thought, then you need to speak up. Yes, you do need to have uncomfortable conversations from time to time. And so if it's not working out, and if you're finding that someone is always asking of you, but never pouring into you, or someone is always having you do the lion's share of the load carrying, or you're the one that's always the one that's offering to do things, or, or the one where you know, the bulk of the work is falling on you, then you need to speak up for yourself. You need to advocate for yourself first. You cannot expect other people to check themselves all the time and say, you know what, whoa, we said that this was going to look like this and I'm not living up to my side of the bargain. That is not how that works. You have to be able to speak up for yourself and to advocate for yourself and to be your own ally and come to that person respectfully and say, hey, this is not working for me right now. We started this and we said that this relationship was going to look like X and this is, and I was going to bring this to the table and you were going to bring that to the table. And it seems like that's not happening right now. 
These are the ways that I, I suggest we can get back on track. Or I would really like if, how about we do, we switch it up a little bit and you do more of this or I do more of that. You have to speak up for yourself. You have to advocate your, for yourself. You have to be an ally for yourself because by and large, ultimately, if you don't want to get sucked into the gimme gimme, you have to speak up and say, hey, I'm not giving anymore. I thought this was going to be a win-win and I'm feeling like I'm, my cup is becoming empty because there's nothing that's being poured into it. Fourth tip, do not allow yourself to be used just because you think you need this other person or because you feel obligated to this other person or this situation. Having this type of obligation or need or feeling like, one, I don't feel like I'm good enough yet, so therefore I have to have this person in my corner in order for me to get this promotion or to be able to get on this team or to be able to get my foot in the door. That's not a reason for you to allow yourself to be sucked dry. It's not a reason for you to allow yourself to constantly be used and misused and disrespected. You don't need, quote unquote, any one person in order to get to your outcome or get to your goal. There are so many different paths, there are so many opportunities and so many different ways of reaching your goal. You just have to think about it differently. And on the other side, you really cannot put yourself in a position where you feel obligated to being used and you feel obligated to constantly giving just because you made it and somebody else didn't. Just because you're at a higher level than someone else. Yes, we all wanna give back. I am a big proponent of giving back. But we cannot be guilted into being sucked dry. Having a win-win relationship and a win-win mindset and a win-win approach to cultivating relationships and to building collaborative partnerships and to creating an environment where people are included and they are valued means that you don't play that card. You don't automatically diminish what someone else is, is expected to do. You don't lower the standards because you feel as if you're obligated. Now, I'm not saying that you should, all, you should not um, be someone who wants to be supportive. I'm not saying that you have to go all the way on the upper side and say, hey, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps because I did. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that you have to make sure that you are teaching others how to be more collaborative in nature, how to have more of a win-win mindset, how to start seeing themselves as more capable and more competent and of having more gifts, talents, and abilities than they may have thought by holding them to a standard and and making them accountable for the win-win. Just because you're still in school and I've been out you know, practice with my own business for 14 and a half years doesn't mean that there's not going to be a win-win. Just because I'm in a position that you aspire to be in doesn't mean there's not going to be a win-win. There can be other ways that you can serve. There can be other ways that you can, that you can give. If not to me, to another project that I'm, that I, that I am passionate about. 
and, and other ways that you can be supportive. So I need you to start thinking outside of the box because when you start thinking that I can't do more because I'm not in a position to, you start diminishing yourself and you start changing the way that the relationship should be because you're not coming to it as an equal. And the final point that I want to make about that is that you do have to see yourself as an equal participant in win-win relationships. Gimme gimme's are usually perpetuated by people who don't see themselves as equal. They don't see themselves as having anything that they bring to the table. They don't see themselves as, as having any value. And if you are constantly in a situation where you're always looking to get from other people and you're not looking to give and you're not setting yourself up in a position to be of value and to be of use, and to, to be of worth, then what you're saying is you don't think that you're worthy. You don't think that you're bringing anything to the table. You don't think that you have anything to contribute. And if that is your thinking, I need you to go back and listen to my, my SWAT in terms of strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I need you to start rethinking and reshaping in your mind, where did this mindset start? And what is it about who I am and what I bring to the table and the way that I operate in the world, in my workplace, in my relationships, in my friendships, that leads me to believe that I don't have anything to bring to the table. So win-win is all about bottom line, valuing yourself enough to realize what you bring to the table, what you need when you come to the table, and how to advocate for yourself and to be an ally for someone else at the same time. Win-win is about equality. Win-win is about inclusion. Win-win is about collaboration. Win-win is about mutual accountability. Win-win is understanding that you both need each other and you both have something to bring to the table to assist each other. If you are operating from the gimme gimme where you're only looking at it as what's in it for you, then you're missing the entire point of relationship. You're missing the entire point of having and building a culture of collaboration. You're missing the entire point of how you can build allies, how you can have accountability that's going to help build you up. You're missing all of the perks of having a win-win, of building these relationships that are not just built on what's in it for me. You cannot go into a situation always looking for, you know, scratch my back, I scratch yours. You have to look at the situation and the relationships based on what you legitimately want and need, but what you legitimately can actually bring to the relationship, whatever it is. Now, I will address one, at, one other component of this that I've seen when you have people that um, look at being on different levels or different power structure in terms of, well, I can't see if there's a win-win between my supervisor or a department chair or someone that you see or you believe that holds power over you. Either they hold the strings to a contract 
they are the gatekeeper to you know an introduction or they're your direct supervisor or some other means where you think there might be something punitive that they can hold over your head when you look at your relationships that you're forming you need to understand that relationships where the balance of power is so far skewed where you are fearful that someone would actually use their power or their influence or their position against you, then you are not in a position to actually set up and establish a truly collaborative relationship, a true win-win relationship, unless you have that honest conversation and you have a specific outcome and guidelines and expectations about what this looks like. I'm not saying that it can't happen because it can happen and it does happen all the time because not everybody is always gonna be on the same level, quote unquote, in terms of position, influence, um, et cetera. But having a mindset of win-win, when both of you come to the table as this is a win-win and this is something where we're both bringing something to the table and we're both providing support and we're both looking at how the other how each other can grow and get better as a result then you won't run into so many of the the power issues where you feel like someone is going to unjustifiably use their power or their influence in a way that is going to cause you some harm or in a way that is going to keep you from reaching a goal. If that's what you believe the other person is, is, is up to, or you believe that that's the way the other person thinks, then that is not the type of person that you want to enter into a win-win relationship with. That's not the type of person that you want to willingly um, go into a situation where you know that you're always going to be the one that's going to be asked to give more than you receive. And I'm not saying that that's not possible. And with those dynamics, I'm just saying that you have to be mindful of it and you have to look very specifically at all of the different parameters that are involved. Because ultimately, setting up a win-win means that you have the vision and the foresight to do your due diligence and to research not only the other person and all of the different ways that this could play out, but also doing your own reflection and figuring out all of the nuances of what you bring to the table, what you want from this, and how this can play out. So, I hope this has been helpful for you because in this day and age when we're talking more about leadership and we're talking more about creating collaborative, um, cohesive teams in, in organizations and environments that will allow and enable people to perform at their peak, where your performance is enhanced because of the fact that you're able to come to the table and bring your entire whole self to work, where you're not looking at, at opportunities for growth and thinking in the back of your mind, eh, I don't know if I really want to do that because I think that that's not going to work out. Um, you have to be open and you have to be honest and you have to want to come to the table honestly and openly and create an environment where everybody is thinking win-win, where everybody is looking at how can I bring my whole self to the table in such a way that is going to add to what it is that we're doing. And in the process of adding, I am going to be able to get what I need as well. So 
I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you've taken away some nuggets that will be able to assist you in moving forward personally and professionally. You can find out more information about me on my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. Mindsight to Mastery is also simul, um, it's syndicated on milehighradio.com. That's milehiradio.com. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple, Apple iTunes podcast, um, and a host of other um, websites and streaming platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and drop me a line and let me know how this has helped you. Um, if you have a specific question that you want me to address in one of these episodes, um, the Mindset to Mastery podcast is, airs every week. Um, you can access it on my website or you can access it in the other, um, on the other platforms that I mentioned. And I really honestly want you to, to think wholeheartedly about the way that you approach relationships and the way that you approach creating and cultivating collaborative um, environments within your, your workplace as well as within your personal relationships. Ultimately, success begins and ends in the mind. When you change your mindset, you master your success. This is a journey. It is not a sprint. It does not happen overnight. But if you are consistent and you are committed, then you can get the results that you desire. Until next time, make it a great one.